Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A choice right now, right now, between fear and love. It's just a run. Out of the dark night of ignorance and into the shining light of truth. Expounding reality. A population of citizens capable of critical thinking. We don't see things as they are, we see them as we are. There's a, a level of reality where everything dissolves into a, an ocean of energy. We empower our experience by insisting on our authenticity. That's very profound. Very Expanding reality. Tony Sayers hanging out. You are one of the most fascinating dudes. You are coming to me in my life. Uh, shout out to Alex Gibson. Thank you so much for this recommendation. I posted a video uh, going through a weird, weird, weird fucking time here, Tony. And I find you out here talking about all the things that I've been um, just kind of mentally obsessing over these conclusions lately that I've been drawing. I don't know if they're conclusions or perhaps temporary truths. Um, maybe I can be slightly hopeful of that, but it's this... Hopium, it's this, uh, it's this all kinds of stuff, man, this uh, new age stuff, it's um, all the delusions and deceptions going on, the ascensions, and so we're going to talk about it, brother. And uh, my first question for you, though, before you introduce yourself for the audience is, who hurt you, brother? Who hurt me? <laughs> who hurt you, man? You know? What do you mean by that? <laughs> you just, somebody just got in there and got to you and set you off on this path, man. All right. Okay. I'm so grateful I, they did. So who all right. I, I, see, I see what you mean. I tell you who, who friggin' hurt me. It was my employees when I used to be a, a real estate agent back in the UK because they used to drive me into the ground, micromanagement. Have you ever been micromanaged? Oh, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Pass. So, so I was micromanaged working all the hours and and they hurt me because what they did is they drove me into questioning my existence my entire existence <laughs> so uh, i was so pissed off with uh, with that grind every day and, and just um going beyond beyond and above what i was supposed to do and and it was never being good enough you know you'd have a good month and then and then they'd expect the same next month and so there was never any winning and uh it was just like i i, I say it all, it, all the time I, I just stood in my kitchen one day i got home i think i had an argument with my boss and i was just like i'm done i'm like what the hell am i doing like i'm 33 interestingly and i'm like um I feel like I'm existing. I don't feel like I'm living, which ended up being the title of my first book, Are You Living or Just Existing? Because they were the exact words that came uh, into my head. It's like, you, you're existing, you're not living. And um, and then it, it just snowballed from there, man. I, I, I did, Intention is very strong. And I think in that moment, I had a very strong in intention to find out what the fuck I was doing, <laughs> what this place is, what God is, you know, because none of that ever resonated with me. And, uh, and then it was really weird. You know, I, I answered, I asked those questions, put that out in the ether and I, and there was just a cascade of information that was just falling in my lap. You know, I would go on YouTube and the recommendations would be telling me about, you know, nine 11 and, and, you know, the moon landing and all this stuff. And I was like, so hungry for it because you you know yourself you're like ah oh, now the world made sense it's fucked up it's not me it's the world <laughs> right, right? yeah so you go through life thinking there's something wrong with you and uh, i never fit in i was i was awkward at school I, you know i just uh, i remember even as, as a kid just looking at people just seeing how like nasty they were to each other and and just like what what is wrong with people here like where am i yeah 
And, uh, you know, nothing ever felt right. And, uh, yeah, you, you go through life thinking there's something wrong with you. And then when you go through what I call the the first layer of the awakening, you know, they, then, then you start to realize actually it's not you and you're born into what we now know as a prison planet and uh, which is based on trauma and suffering, uh, a farm, uh, an energy harvesting farm and, and we're the cows. That's the, that's the most uh, brutal way of describing it. And um, I try and be as honest as possible with the way, with the way I describe things, because I think really that's the only way we're going to get out of here by by calling a spade a spade and, and and being totally honest about this place the reality and and what's going on here and um you know we said off air i'm the first to admit that my work doesn't necessarily make people feel good um in actual fact it can uh, it can traumatize you for a little bit especially if you've been tra- trapped in the new age for a while all the love and light and the rainbow farts and all that stuff, which makes you, you feel so great and gooey inside and the rainbow bridges. And uh, there's me coming along saying, no, it's bullshit. It's fake. And uh, kicking away all people's uh, pillars that they lean into. So, um, but I really feel that, um, especially when you take the the soul trap into consideration, that, that, and the memory wipe that we have an opportunity and uh, I always like to turn things on its head because there are positives in 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 the truth and, and what I'm saying in that we have an opportunity in this lifetime I believe to to get out of here and um, if we don't get it right this time we are subject to you know going through that whole false white light thing and having the memory wipe and forgetting everything and needing to research everything again research is in the word and this is why it's so important people get out of the new age uh, construct um particularly when uh, you're talking of the soul trap because if you've got a very strong belief in guides and angels and um you know all these other false white light beings friendly aliens this algorithmic God that's behind this matrix will top up your algorithms like, right, Brandon. Yep. He's into guides. Right. So, uh, we'll, we'll present them when he, when he passes over. So, so you, you, you pop your clogs and then the next thing, you know, the guides are there that you worshiped in your physical life. And they're like, Hey, Brandon, come over here. Just come for this life review. We're not going to, we're not going to judge you, but we're going to make damn sure you judge yourself by showing you all your worst bits and then of course it's the whole guilt and shame and you know you're a good person but hey look what you did to joe blogs in uh 2005 you know he you really hurt his feelings and then they make you experience what joe blogs felt um so they're not guilt and shaming you but they're going to make you feel everything that you did and then of course it's the whole karma thing and you know well, you know, Brandon, if you want to elevate to the next level and be like us, then you've got to resolve your karma and you need to have another lifetime. Or if you're religious, it's like, okay, well, if you want, if you don't want to go to hell, then you've got two options. Hell's this way or another lifetime on planet Earth to resolve any BS thing that, that you may have done. And, you know, then, then the cruelest thing, the memory wipe, and then you're back down again being milked like a cow from all these entities and uh, having your energy drained and mind loops, negative mind loops, 24 seven that aren't even yours and, and subject to that's just the metaphysical level of this, you know, the fact that we have to pay for food and to put a roof over our head and all the wars and famines and all that kind of stuff, you know, and then the, the new ages will tell you that it's good. It's great. You know, it's supposed to be like this and, Earth's a school and you're supposed to, these are all lessons that we're supposed to be learning. And, oh, it's God experience. God needs you to experience trauma so it can understand itself. So uh, that 12 year old, we spoke off air, you know, people dying with cancer, kids dying with cancer and being abused. That's God experience in itself. Like, and then, and then if it's a school, why would you get your memory wiped? Like none of it makes sense. 
But the new ages, they want to tell you that, you know, we're here to learn lessons and uh, it, it's it's all love and light and, you know, evil's, uh, evil should be just accepted. We should just accept everything and we should never look at the negative because it's all good. It's all it's all right on the night. Everything's great. Just uh, just have a gong bath. Just sit under the oak tree and sing Kumbaya and, and uh, you know, do some yoga and, and everything's great and connect with your guides because they're because you don't know anything right only the guides can tell you what to do you know because they're more elevated than you you could never know i, I mean when you see these new age gurus how they speak to people it's like it's like they're looking down on them and so there's so much uh i mean i've just gone on a bit a, a long rant there but <laughs> you pick the bones out of that <laughs> you know i i actually want to apologize here i think i made a bit of a booking mistake i thought that it was tony sayers the children's musician and we were going to talk about writing children's music and how fun and awesome life is so <laughs> apologies man i'm a bit embarrassed but we can continue on with what you were talking about yeah yeah, yeah Dude, right. I, the, again guys all the ways to find him located down in the show notes no that's beautiful and it, it the way that you wove this in i've got more questions for you here then we have time to talk about stuff so again guys all the ways to find him located down in the show description he does not do children's music yet but maybe you know calling uh for you there all of his books as well living or uh, just existing energy vampire uh, 10 life hacks to beat the matrix and the new age is the new cage just to name a few ai as well which we we're going to touch on this is actually where I'd like to start. It's about a book that you wrote about AI implants and entities, the chakra system. I'm going to say those words and then let you go, and I will accept zero apologies for how long it takes you, brother. Uh, okay, so I mean, I guess I guess we can start with entities, and and I'm not the first person that that's spoken about entities. Um, you've got other prominent people out there that have mentioned that there is a, an interference coming from the dimension closest to us, the fourth dimension, the astral realm. And, uh, you know, we're, we're almost blind to what is really out there. We can see just a tiny part of the vis visible spectrum. So there is all this other stuff going on in the same space that we can't see. Some people do. Some people can tune in. Children particularly tend to be able to tune into that dimension a lot easier because they're a lot more tapped in with their their psychic abilities than we are. We tend to we tend to lose them over time unless you use them. And um, this is the other thing. We we all have these clairvisual, clairaudience abilities, probably telepathy, but they look they lay dormant within us because we don't use them. We're not taught about them at school. And then when you get to an older age, it's kind of taboo and, you know, uh, it's kind of considered woo-woo, but um, we do have them. But, yeah, so, so within the fourth dimension um, is just basically um, – probably hundreds if not thousands of different entity races that exist so the common one that people latch onto is the reptilians well that that is just one entity race that that exists out there there's serpent entities there's spider entities there's octopus entities there's mantis entities there's demiurge there's demonic entities there's vampiric entities there's gerbil looking things there's a, a lot of things that um you see in horror films are actually entities so they're actually um not real in terms of physically real but you know they're, they're, they're actually coming from a place of uh, these entities uh, and so these interdimensionals um grays are another one grays people talk about grays being like real physical aliens i don't see them as that i see them as uh as uh, interdimensionals coming in and out of dimensions and and basically um they the simple fact is they need our energy to survive they they siphon off all of our energy but they particularly their particular caviar if you like is is our low frequency, low vibrational energy, fear, anger, pain, suffering, depression. Um, and it makes sense because when you look at what's going on in the world, what do we have? It's trauma-based, it's fear-induced. You turn on the TV, it's fear, 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 war, 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 all this stuff. We're seeing it now with, um, you know, what's sadly going on um, in Gaza. Um, and... Um, and and so it's it, it's their caviar this this low frequency energy and so they need to keep this uh this planet <laughs> uh or flat earth as i would say it probably is 
in a complete uh, state of fear. Um, scarcity is another one, a induced scarcity on the population. I mean, I touched on earlier the fact that, especially now with inflation and everything, it's always you're just about getting your head above the the uh, the water all the time. And what does that do? It, it makes you stressed. It makes you depressed. It's And a lot of these entities will nestle in the nervous system for that reason, because it's like easy food. Every time you're triggered, um, that's it's like feeding that at the zoo. So quite often there's a lot to clear around that. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's basically what's going on. And as I said before, we are the cows and we're being milked. And um, the the difference, I guess, with um, my work in terms of like, say, the new age is that, and this is what triggers people, is that obviously things like angels and guides and all that stuff, spirit animals and all that stuff, they also reside in the astral or fourth dimension. Um, what I say and what really upsets people is these are entities that are simply masquerading as light beings. They are not of the, they're not of any good to us. In fact, they're downright dangerous. Um, and we see how they express themselves in the 3D level of our reality. So when we look at um, presidents and politicians and leaders, leaders of corporations, where they will always present themselves as being on your side, being on your team. We've got your best interests at heart. We're going to do this for you. Just follow this. And of course, they're wolves in sheep clothing, right? So they're very manipulative, very deceptive, very conniving. And that same expression is there in the fourth dimension as well. The, the, the wolves in sheep clothing are the spirit guides, the angels, the um the friendly aliens, Arcturians, Pleiadians, uh, Andromedans. These are simply entity races. So archangels, for example, when you see their true form, they kind of look like squid, right? But they, they're able to cloak themselves um, and they will present themselves. And what people are doing is they are channeling these entities, believing that they are channeling these good beings and they're following the advice and I have so many stories down the years where people have emailed me, contacted me, whereby they have followed the advice of some channeler, some entity, even, and I hate to say it, I'm just the messenger here, even deceased loved ones, people that have uh, thought they were connecting with their dead dad. I've got a, a great story of what's well, sad, but a, a guy that his dad passed away and he thought he was dealing with his dad. His dad knew everything about him. Well, these entities do know everything about us. So he was giving him all this confirmation bias. He was like, yeah, well, this is you, son. You know, you like doing this. And yada, yada. so the guy was like, oh, wow, yeah, this is this is dad, all right. He knows everything about me. He, this is what dad would say. And he followed the advice of this entity, and he, he ended up losing everything. He lost his wife, his job. He, he ended up in all sorts. And, and he said, Tony, what you're saying is right. And I thought this was this was my dad. And, um, and, and so... I'm I'm very aware that when I say these things, it's it's actually upsetting for people, and I've actually had people actually end up in tears when I've told them about don't deal with angels, you know their their energies all over you, and so I understand that in this, and we touched on it at the start before we came on air that because we are in this trauma induced suffering realm. And don't get me wrong, it's not all like that. We can enjoy good, you know, we can experience human love and, and animals and nature. And we can, we can, there's things that we can enjoy. And I do want to make the point is that the biggest middle finger to them is to make the most of while we're here and not get dragged down into the realms that they want us in of giving up, losing hope, depression, because they're not getting everything their own way. And in actual fact, they're very scared of what's going on right now. Um, so, um, so I'm very aware that the information uh, is kind of kicking people when they're down almost like, you know, we see what's going on now with wars and, the, you know, the economy and everything like that. And here I am. Oh, by the way, you know, <laughs> that stuff that made you feel good. Uh, that's bullshit. Right. So I'm very I'm the first one that, to, to say that I'm very aware that that is what the information can do. And and there is a grieving process with what comes with embodying this information. 
because it's almost like when you have your first awakening, you uh, you have that grieving period. You find out what's going on with the kids and all that stuff and all that all that awful stuff, and they, and you go through a grieving process. And then what they've done is they've layered this matrix. It's perfect tapestry because they understand that people want to escape. They understand that people are looking for saviors outside of themselves. They understand that people want something to feel good, especially right now. And uh, so they created, and if you go back to the origins of the new age, Helena Blavatsky, she was a dark Luciferian. They needed something. They needed a new religion because um, people were literally losing literal faith with with religion as it was. So they needed something and they created the new age movement. And so what they've done is they've layered this matrix. So when you wake up, you fall, you fall into what you feel is truth, right? Oh, and, and they pepper it with truth. That's what they do. I always say that they... The, uh, the main truth that they have within the new age that hooks everyone in and got me hooked in, I wasn't in it for too long, but I did dabble in it. So they put the golden egg in there that we are energy. We never die. Right. That is the, that makes you feel good. And that is the, that, that is what I believe to be a 100% true. And then they sprinkle it, they pepper it with all this bullshit guides, angels, you know, all this stuff, chakras. Um, and, and so, what it what it does they hook you in on the egg and then they put you down a cul-de-sac and you're still in the matrix you're still just but you're in another level of it and you think you've woken up but you've just woken up into the next strand of the web um so i guess where my work fits in is it's it's then going further and waking people up from that um strand of the web and so then there's another grieving process to go through for people and um what normally happens with people is it takes them a couple of months to fully process the things that I'm saying. And then they start to feel better, feel better again, because there's a wonderful truth in, in the things that I'm saying in that what the new age is saying to you and what religion tells us is, you know, you need to look outside here, God, Jesus, angels, guides, yada, 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 yada. yada. And I'm saying, look, you are the powerful one here. You are, the, you are your, the, the sovereign being here and you're the one that they're most terrified of. So I'm bringing it all back and bringing it back to self. And, and what we have to, I guess, get to the stage of is remembering our, our own power and connecting with that self energy. And again, spinning it all on its head to a positive is that, when I talk about this, people are like, oh, my God, you know, this implants, this entities, that, and yada, 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 we're, we're screwed. I'm like, no. The reason that they have to do all of this is because they know one human soul in, a, in an expanded state of consciousness, not false light, new age stuff, doing real authentic healing is a game changer. And the last thing that they want to do, want you to do, is to discover your own power and to start embodying, embodying your own power. Um, and left unchecked, humans, because we are, we do have a fractal of the creator within us, we would probably create an absolute paradise here without all of this crap. So, so the level of interference is... Um, is equal to just how powerful we are. And so what I try and remind people is that, yeah, but they're doing all of this because you, without all of this interference, you'd be a real threat to them. You'd be a, a real, real bad threat to them. So they need to do it. So this is why a lot of people have, um, have had a lot of trauma as well. People that see everyone has abilities and gifts and you'll have gifts that I don't have. I have gifts that you don't have. Um, we all kind of have um, something we bring to the table and um, the matrix will uh, hone in on that and target accordingly. And for some people, maybe they're going to bring in conscious children into the world and they're going to become a, so their targeting might be, um, but often people that, you know, have suffered abuse and stuff in childhood. Um, it's, it's often because they have so many gifts and qualities that left unchecked, 
without all of that interference and trauma induced, they would just be such a, a big shining light. You know, these sort of people, you know, the, the empathic people where you walk into a room, you won't know why, but you just feel good around them. You know, people like that. Um, so the matrix will target, and we spoke a little bit off air, how when you started having your second awakening, the awakening out of the awakening, things started to get weird for you, right? And that's often the case where it's like, they don't want you going this deep. They're all right with you talking about how corrupt the politicians are on a 3D surface level, but they want to remain hidden, these entities, and they don't want you going deep, deep down into the metaphysical um, level of the um, of the whole conspiracy. So uh, quite often when people are approaching this the, the new information, things can get a little bit wild. Um, so that's also uh, normal. But um, yeah, uh, so so that's the entity side of things, and so so these entities, uh, of course, they drain our, our energy. Um, they will uh, constantly put mind loops around your head. We spoke. Um, don't know. Was, did I mention it now about the suicidal thoughts? Um, was that off air? Yeah. Okay. So. Um, there's different level. So everyone has entity attachments. Some people have more than others. Some people have stronger ones than others. So for example, um, someone who is a meth addict, right, will have very, very, what I would call uh, level one, uh, level one takeovers, level one entity, where the entity is basically almost running the show. People like murderers and rapists, these, in my opinion, are not they're not simply bad human beings. These are entities in a human vessel. These are literally demonic, total possession. And often when you study um, these murders and you look into some of these crimes, you'll often find that the victim said that will say, don't look at the eyes. The eyes turn black or something weird like that. I've seen that before happen in, uh, in a person in my own life where it sort of come in and out. And um, so from experience, that tells me that these people are fully possessed and uh, they'll often say the voices told me to do it. Right. So in those instances, we're not really even talking about a human. You're talking about a human body, but you're actually talking about an entity that's hosting a human. So we really are sharing this uh, realm with them. And um in the alternative media, it's general consensus that the world's quote-unquote elite, they're the elite of nothing really, are hosted by entities. But I would go further than that and would say that entities affect all of us, some people more than others. People that have had bad trauma, maybe sexual abuse, um, they tend to have strong entity t- attachments where they would they may, may have what I call like a level two entity whereby they're getting suicidal thoughts that aren't their own right so i think i said to your fair i had uh, numerous people tell me where where they might be driving and then they'll they'll get a voice in the head say driving to that wall and they'll be like tony i i had this voice it wasn't my own so that's your that's your stronger ones they're quite common and then you've got your your, your general, your level threes that most people have, they'll be there encouraging your bad habits, trying to waste your time. They'll get in, you know, maybe they'll try and induce an argument that you and your part between you and your partner, because they get in all in on in on all your triggers and your unhealed wounds. So if you've got an abandonment wound and your partner's got a betrayal wound, they'll get in on that and then they'll get in on that. And the next thing you know, there's there's arguments going on and, you know, and you're like, what, what happened there? You know, we were fine 10 minutes ago. Um, and, and so, yeah, there'll be like the voice in the head, like, you know, just, just, just have that, just have a glass of wine or, you know, just, yeah, give up that tomorrow. They want to waste your time. Even things like, you know, when you get out in nature, you, you, you kind of re-collaborate and you rebalance yourself energetically. Right. So you'll be sitting there and be like, oh, you know, I'm going to go for a walk today. And then suddenly a voice will come in. No, it's going to be too cold. You know, go tomorrow or something. Anything that's good for you, beneficial, going to move you up on your path a little bit further. Um, they'll either try and put you off or, you know, and, and we don't even realize that they're there. And so 
but a lot of these uh, but the main thing is that these entities that they're draining on our energy so a lot of the time people feel tired they feel drained i'm like what's going on you know i'm eating right i'm working out and i'm like well yeah this this energetic stuff going on as well there so um and of course you know going back to the soul trap thing that the the entities will will masquerade at, at the when you know when you go to the false white light they'll 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 appear as whatever you were into you know so if you and again it's, it saddens me to say but if you are particularly close to auntie jane right auntie jane will probably show up and it's not really auntie jane it's it's some kind of holographic technology or entity that's masquerading um and that's that's why um i think we've been tricked so much because the I mean, it's pure evil. There's no other word for it. It's it's pure evil in the way that they've manipulated our consciousness and um, hoodwinked and tricked us. That's why it's a matrix. It's telling you it's tricks, right? So, um, so that's why people, as hard as it is, you know, I'm not here to tell people what to do or what to believe, but it's very important that people move out of the new age. It's incredibly dangerous and. Um, it doesn't it doesn't appear dangerous when you listen to these people it really doesn't you know they're all love and light and everything's going to be good just keep your vibe i mean i reviewed uh, one new ager on my channel my youtube channel and um dorothy sheldon i think her name was and she was basically saying you know the the soul traps all right it's good you know and and i looked at how many views she'd had over two hundred thousand views this video and i'm like shit 200,000 people are going to hang off of the word that every that woman says and when when they get shown a lot and now of course there's all these people uh that are agents for for the matrix doing these ndes near-death experiences and coming back and saying how it's all wonderful and everything like that so we're at a time now where we really got to wise up um and as hard as uh, the information sounds and as uh I guess on the surface dark as it sounds we we got to we got to understand it we got to discern it and we got to work our way through the through the crap uh and because I think that this lifetime is very pivotal for most of us and I think I think if you can get past the new age stuff that that second layer of the matrix and you can understand the soul trap I think you have got a pretty good chance of getting out of here and I think that is the the golden nugget in in this information in that um you know, on the surface, it doesn't all feel good, but um, I'm hoping and I feel pretty confident that it's it's going to help people get out. Neil, uh, dude, just thank you so much, first of all, for all the information that you've come across, all the things that you're saying, because, yeah, uh, and, you know, we've covered a lot of conversations on this show. I've, I've been very open, you know, as much as I can be, but, you know, behind the scenes here, you get excited about this. You try this stuff out. You know, I want to be authentic in this, so I authentically give these things a go, and then when it inevitably reaches the point to where I've got Tony coming on here, then, you know, it's time for a change, and this whole show has been just that, man. It's called expanding reality. It's a verb we're doing it right we come across these we give the information out as we can and then we grow and learn and this is the part that i'm proud of about this show so we don't plant our flag but i'm very interested in the ideas that you're talking about i have uh howdy mikowski book to come on this is the second time i plugged that that conversation is going to be occurring and it's ideas like the soul trap and like that even in death you know you you have this number number two twofold to this number one is the information that you give us because coming out of the spiritual new age cage it was this underlining feeling of, yeah, it's sort of a matrix and you can be tricked here, but it's all okay. Like you have a sovereign ride through this thing because you have guides, you have things that can help you, you have all of that, right? Now to come find out, it's all fucking bullshit. And now it's just one big soul farm trap thing and your loosh is what's uh, most valuable here. Even even within that, you're still in a cage. And I, I had somebody recently, very sweet, and I've turned down readings actually I used to never because I thought it was so awesome I thought oh man this is so great that these people want to spend time with me and uh, say things about me that I don't experience admittingly and uh, that would be awesome and recently I had somebody hey can I give you Reiki absolutely not I have <sighs> no interest in it whatsoever and I want to talk to you about sort of double speak as well and here's the point that I brought up to my dear friend who were still absolute friends and Here's the thing as well, which I'm I'm sure you're at uh, with this, you know, the consideration is I've got no problem with what pe how people want to spend their time here. I am looking at it more like a prison now, and I'm very interested to talk about the trap and how to get out. But one of the things I've mentioned here was that let's say that this is ran by entities, which is, again, having you on at this time. I've been playing with these soul trap 
uh, how do you work and all that, and then introduced to you and then looking at your work because you were coming on and I'm just immersed in it, it. It's checking the boxes ahead of us meeting. Right. So within that period, I'm asking this beautiful friend of mine who's uh, a delight. She's sitting here saying I've, I've done Reiki for years. I've healed thousands of people. Every time they come in, they get uh, trauma that's brought to the surface and we clear it out. And I feel great and everybody feels great. I just asked the question. I said, how do you know what is connecting with you to give you those powers? She has a guide, okay? I'm not gonna say the name. She has a guide that she is very convinced that that is what she is connecting with. She's convinced because it feels good and that feeling is unmanufacturable for her. Mm -hmm. And this is the part I have the issue with. I'm like, it is manufacturable. I can take ecstasy right now and feel fucking yes. great. So if you consider it on the other side, what I asked her was, I said, look, with all due respect, because I love you, is do you consider that perhaps what is going on is that you have an entity attached to you that is using you to get energy from all these other people via 100%. then maybe presenting uh, presenting parasites and you're planting energy parasites for this being in all the people you're healing, air quotes healing. Because yeah. then, yes, they're going to feel better because they get the little drip that they get. The other thing to this is, is now it's just you're hooked to their carrot and any of these things, the Pleiadians, the all this kind of stuff in my mind looks like a carrot on a string that'll keep you moving through this trauma fucking grind machine because you it's okay because Archangel Michael told me it's going to be okay. I'm going right. to keep signing up for this. Um, and, and to what you said, man, about the lack of consideration for anybody's actual experience here with something like rape and then to tell someone, oh, well, there's your, you fucking signed a contract on the other side. Don't you remember that? You're just going to mm. get blasted with dicks you don't want because you mm. signed a contract. It's good for your car. Get absolutely and in the best pun intended, get fucked. You know what I mean? It, it's the, it, to me, and as you can hear here, my friend, I get a little worked up with it. Um, and to well, we this should. point, it's a, it's a, we've been lied to so much and deceived so much. And, and we're being told by the new age community that it's good. It's, everything's great. And it's not. And that's the part I'm at, man. I feel that this is a reality to where I've got there. All of us probably have something riding on us that give us a carrot on a stick that show you, hey, just keep going a little more, a little more, a little more. And then it's a death by a thousand cuts. I recently had Tom Sherman on with a new calendar. He's awesome. Um, and he was he mentioned that death by a thousand cuts. And I'm sitting here thinking about it. Yeah, you don't get. Yeah, you're fucked and traumatized and constantly. And then this idea of spiritual maintenance, which we will come back to, um, that you have to constantly redo this shit and keep meeting with someone who can help you with that or keep opening yourself up for that to be really your maintenancing yourself for them is how I see it now. And so again, when when we get to this, man, I can't like unsee it this way. So I'm I'm like, no, thank you on all the healings, air quotes and stuff like that. And your higher self, higher self's an entity. So yeah, pass, yeah. you know? Well, there, there are, I mean, you can heal yourself and you can get healings it's just the problem is is that everyone's hooking into all the false white light crap so it's but you, you hit the nail i mean you couldn't i couldn't have described it more perfectly really in terms of the reiki um i think you hit the nail on the head absolutely you think about it it's rape me it's another right, yeah it's synonymous, and, and, right? the, and the whole i mean when i when i first woke up i did reiki and i went uh to three levels with it i did uh, and they called me a master and i was like i don't like that feeling <laughs> no there's something, weird. there's something really cringe about that and i remember thinking that at the time and it, of course that ties into the all the whole spiritual ego thing but, but but Reiki, I mean, you hit the nail on the head because it's exactly how I describe it. You know, if you've ever taken ecstasy, there is what I call a false high. And uh, it's like a it's like you'll feel absolutely incredible for a few hours. And then there's a crash. Right. That can last days or weeks. Right. We, we've all most of us have played around when we were younger. I did. You know, I'm not perfect. Um, and, and so with Reiki, what you're doing is you're hooking into a false white light grid, which is um, that false light frequency, which is working through the uh, quote unquote healer onto the client, which is giving them like this drunk feeling, this this kind of drunk feeling, which on the surface you think, oh, wow, I feel great. And then there is the ine inevitable cr crash, whether or not people want to admit that or not is another thing, especially if they're actually practicing Reiki and, 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 you know, facilitating Reiki sessions, they probably wouldn't admit to that. They will say that people feel great all the time, yada, yada, right? Which isn't the case because I get thousands of people telling me I had all these Reiki sessions and I feel like shit and I feel drained and yada, yada, right? So we have to take what they say with a pinch of salt. Um, and I get it, you know, it's their job, but, you know, I've also worked with people who have been 
Reiki teachers, yoga teachers, they've come up and they've completely, they've changed their fucking career, man, because they can't align with something that's not, uh, that's not based in truth. So, um, there, there has to be some level of responsibility to people to go deeper with, with this stuff. Um, and, question even even if they don't want to question even if it affects their their kind of livelihood so so the false white light frequency is what i would uh also say that they use at the point of death with the love bombing so w- when people are when people are dying they're being shown auntie i forgot why i said her name was auntie rita um and and then and then uh they get hit with the the ecstasy love bomb so it's like and and then I've even heard that they, they there's angel trumpets playing for some oh, nice. people. The, yeah, they right. The showmanship for it. And yeah, it's exactly. After this shit show of an experience, and there's micro you know examples of this trauma based mind control is what it's called. You get yeah. a shit situation and you beat somebody down, and then you give them a monicum of relief. They're gonna give you anything you want. It, yeah. It's it's insane, dude. Please. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine dying from brain cancer, like the, the the absolute horrific way that would be to die? And then you're met, you've gone through all that trauma and suffering, and then Archangel Michael's there. I mean, it's no wonder people would just be, you'd be like open arms, wouldn't you? You'd it's leave. like a timeshare salesman room that you're yeah, immediately it, shoved into with a bunch of hard-closed time sales, dude. Yeah, it literally makes me, it makes me fucking angry, man, yeah. because it's... it's beyond evil it's beyond evil like to that that level of manipulation onto the people here everyone all of us all of us that have been have been so and we should be fucking angry about it and the new age will tell you not to get angry low frequency the new age will tell you to ignore negative things because you might draw more of it in which is another bullshit uh no, if you ignore something, it gets worse. If you break your leg and you just leave it hanging, you're going to get gangrene and it's going to you're going to die. But the new age wants to tell people, no, just uh, yeah, that that's going to lower your vibration if you think like that, and you're in your ego, like the ego's a bad thing. Another thing they've demonized. I mean, yeah, you don't want to be stuck in your ego, but a healthy ego is bloody vital, right? Can you imagine not having any kind of ego in this reality? You'd be you'd be trounced upon. There'd be no creation. No one would make any music. No one would make any art. You know, it's just bullshit after bullshit after bullshit. And the the one that gets me is, you know, never get angry. Um, and and there, there is absolutely every reason that we should get angry. Dwelling in anger day after day, week after week. Yeah, not good, right? But the actual emotion of anger, righteous anger, especially when we're learning about what's going on, I'm fucking angry about it. And I'm angry for all the generations of people that have suffered before us and gone through famines and wars and then quite evilly, evilly, is that a word? Been tricked back round and, and uh, you know, promised this, that and the other and and had their memory wipe and to, to experience trauma all over again. And uh, it's it's not even just like surface level trauma. So, like when you look at some people's lives, I mean, I live in Mexico here and um, I, I I went out on the, the street the other day, I went to the shop and I was thinking about, you know, like we all do our, our little problems that we have in our head. There's a, there's a family of Honduran people and they come up to me and the guy is uh, the father is selling these um, he's made these flowers out of something and uh, and i looked at them they, they were they had nothing man like they and but they cut the kindness in their eyes and i was like and in that moment i just thought this fucking evil mate fucking evil mate the kids were beautiful i gave him some money and the kid the kids came up to me and hugged me i don't i don't fucking know them and and the the guy was like it was like we had long we were long lost brothers i was like how how evil that that the matrix is set like and they're just one family like i've lived in cambodia where kids are living on a rubbish dump and stuff you know and 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 it's moments like that where i just think you know what you were saying before about getting uh, down and depressed and wanting to jack it all in and it's moments like that we've got to keep fucking going and uh, we got to bring this thing down, and we got to bring it down one, once and for all. And we and, and we can do that. And 
you know, like I say, they they are, you know, they're not getting everything their own way. And these entities are terrified. I have it, you know, people that want to book sessions, the amount of interference that they get, you know, their Skype going down, they can't, they lose their wallet or something like that. Or, um, and uh, yeah, so they they don't want us going this deep. And, and for me, this is where all the, the, the gold is. And this is the way that we're going to get out of here. And, and um yeah, I, I think I think it's very important to to have to find that res, uh, that resolute human spirit within us when we're feeling those dark moments because I think we've got an opportunity to not only uh, escape from here but but help you know help bring it down completely. This is the point that I'm at in the action. So again, uh, looked a lot at this about what to do at the end of this Archon soul trap. And, and I love that you brought up the NDEs. I've read three books on uh, near-death experiences this year alone. And and it's interesting the consistency is of reports that they choose. They're, they're not really dissimilar and they all kind of give the same narrative. And then you think about, well, there's got to be a variety of reports and there are. There's some horrific near-death experience reports that kind of catch a glimpse of what may be more truthful to be what's going on. And who knows? All of this, including the information you get and feel so strongly about, in my mind, where I'm at, could all also be a PSYOP. And maybe you've got to go to that damn light. And maybe the infiltration of this awareness is actually the false light. And you're like, fuck, man. Yeah. So it, it gets to that point to where like you, I'm just, so tell us what to do when we die. Uh, do you just throat chop grandma and then jump out? Like how, what is the direction that you can go, you know? Well, I, I, I would never tell anyone what to do because it's down to that individual to make their own uh, choices. But all I, all I would do is tell people what I'm going to do. So, so the problem has been up until now. Um, so I use the car analogy, right? So what's happening is people are dying and they're dying and they don't realize that they even have a car. So what's happening, someone is coming in and saying, hey, look, I'll direct you to where you need to drive the car and everything's going to be all right. And so what we're doing is we're giving over the steering wheel to someone else to drive the car into well, essentially over a cliff, right? <laughs> it, it, when you go to the deepest level of it, back back round again. So, so we're giving up our, um, we're allowing our consciousness to be guided and manipulated and directed into a certain direction, aka with all the tricks and the and everything they do, aka back round again for a night uh, for another life on planet Clown World, right? So. What we need to do is we need to, when we pass, is realize that we have a car, right? And then we direct the car to where we want it to go. And there's a few other theories out there. I think Howdy may talk about, you know, having to resolve everything here and everything. I don't, I don't really subscribe to that. I, I feel like the truth is more simple with that. And the reason I say that is because because of the work that I do is is basically in the astral and everything is intention. You know, if you want to clear an entity, it's intention. You find it and you clear it and it's gone, right? If you want to, uh, if you want to see uh, uh, go into a trauma, you you ask to see it and it comes and then you deal with it. And and so we can direct our consciousness to wherever we want it to go. It is it is a skill. It is a, something that you need to learn. And if you don't use it, you lose it. You know that whole kind of clear visual stuff. But I'm not really talking about that as such. I'm just giving you the examples of, of as to how our attention really can direct our consciousness, right? So I am simply, when I die, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm dead. Okay, I'm out of here, right? Take me, take me to the place that I need to go to exit. I'm not asking Archangel Michael. I'm not asking my my dead mum, bless her. I'm not asking my spirit animal over here. No, I'm asking my consciousness, right, it's time to go. Let's get out of here. Where do we go? And I've heard from several people, this is what re resonates with me, is that they're, um, you can either rip a hole out of the fabric of the matrix or there's already holes uh, there present. And um, I did some regression work with a client and interestingly enough, her, her inner child actually was in trauma because she didn't want to be here. She was here again. And there was a whole trauma about just being here again. I can right? relate. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so we had to say, look, you know, hopefully this is the last time round. You know, we said, look, there is a soul trap, and she was like, ah, right. And then because everything exists at the same time, the client was literally shown by the child, look, this is. Oh, there was there was two things. There was one thing, uh, one client where um, she was shown a a hole in the fabric of the matrix, and the child was like, this is where we're going to go. So that was quite interesting. And then I had another session where a, a lady, um, similar kind of said, she she saw a dagger and she saw herself, uh, you know, with a dagger just ripping a, a hole in the fabric. And we can create that. So when we're creative beings, especially in in that realm, we create instantly. So when we die, just create a dagger, go to the to the outside of the matrix, rip a hole, and 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 go out. So, but your your subconscious or your consciousness will 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 show you the way. But the problem is, is that we. We're being um, manipulated to not trusting ourselves and others know better, guides know better. And, you know, you see quite often in these NDEs that sometimes these hooded, cloaked beings appear. There's something about the cloak that we we interpret as wisdom, right? So they, they, they pull out all the stops, right? So um, the thing is, if you get to the point where, you know, you're dealing with any entities, you've probably gone too far. That's not to say that you can't go, you know, still change it. But for me, I'm not going to engage with any entities. I'm not going to talk to anyone until I know that I'm fully out of there of here. Then, then I'm just, <laughs> I'm like a bullet. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. And, um, for me, I'm going to do my best while I'm here. Um, I'm going to do my best to enjoy the experience while I'm here, although it's difficult. Um, but but I'm gone and and I'm driving my car out and um, I don't feel personally that it needs to be much more complicated than that. I mean, um, you know, it's always good to energy train and clear yourself, you know, contractually in cords and things like that. But I I don't feel like uh, I feel like once you're aware, it's like anything, you know. Once you know McDonald's is poison, you're not going to eat it anymore. So you know, it's not going to affect you, right? Same thing with this. Once you're aware of it, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. And um, so, so it's 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 just sort of encouraging people to, you know, you've got a car that you need to steer. And actually, interestingly, in the NDEs, uh, what I find interesting is some people. There's a few of them where they're not quite sure about these entities. There's something that they. They're not like fully aware of the soul trap, but they'll be like, oh, yeah, this entity is telling me to go back and I'm not really sure. Um, and so um, so then they they pull out the, the stops with these, with these hooded beings. Oh, yeah, that was the point I was going to make. Even if you're unsure, the matrix will step in. It seems so. So people that have been in that like unsure, like, where am I? What am I doing? Where should I go now? It's almost like then the matrix comes in, even though initially they didn't go to the light necessarily, but they were still not really sure where to drive their car. And, and so that's when the matrix came in and they'll see a scene of the, you know, the, the big, big Greek building and the cloak being as will suddenly be there. And they'll sit on the bench and say, look, you've got a, you know, you've got a mission down on earth or, you know, your daughter needs you, you can't go now. And, and then they end up coming back round again eventually. But it's, all, it's almost like unless you're 100% bulletproof sure that you're leaving, you can be open to uh, being manipulated. And I think that's all we all we need to do. I think we just need to, you know, ponder, ponder on it every day. You know, I, I don't particularly like meditation per se because a lot of it's going out there, but just sitting there quietly, I'm leaving when I'm gone, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. I'm just going to – and just having a clear plan of what you're going to do uh, – when that time comes and and i i do believe it's as simple as that because that's how that dimension works you know where your intention goes it goes there instantly right there's no kind of like middle ground with it and uh that attention is our car uh intention is our car and so we just need to set that intention i'm out of here i'm gone Unless, of course, you want to stay, right? And you want to come back. <laughs> Y'all can have it. <clears throat> what What about, okay, what What do you think is outside of this? What do you think is outside of the matrix? And then follow-up question, do you think that there is a way to exit it here without dying? Like that there is, like you said, a portal or something like that? So the way I see this matrix is like a computer game. It's a computer game of 
many other computer games that we could experience, right? And there's different dimensions to the game. Um, I always describe that if this computer game was to have a name, it would be Sims gangster version, right? So, so we, so we've been caught up in like a gangster version of Sims, like the GTA right? Sims, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 little, like this is the hardcore hellhole, uh, yeah, computer game, right? But there's there, at the same time, I believe there's many other, who knows how many different computer games that we can experience, right? And maybe some will be dragons and and uh, you know that kind of fantasy, and maybe there's other good versus evil games going on. Maybe there's other games where you're just literally it is love and light, and you're just bliss. And um, for me, I've always wondered about myself that I, I don't. I have I have a real affinity with the ocean and the animals in the ocean. I don't know what it is. I just I'm a I'm a keen diver, and I, I just. I just find that that's so fast, the animals, the dolphins, the sharks, the whales, I just, I just feel such a strong connection with them that I feel like there's something there in my background that maybe there's some kind of aquatic like world that maybe I was once part of. I'm not saying it for sure, but I do wonder where that comes from. Um, so, so my point being is that there's all these other matrices, um, out there and and i guess we can choose to experience anyone that we want right it's just with this one and i don't even like the word trapped right because it implies that you're here forever right i i i prefer something along the lines of temporary like you're a hostage temporary stuck yeah hostage yeah so we're hostages here and um this that's the problem with this one we've, we've just remained here probably uh way too longer than we should have and, and so, uh, like any game, I guess it's trying to get out and complete the game. And and I think this is where we're at. Where I feel like we're at that. If you look at the snakes and ladders, ladders analogy, we're like two runs from the top, you know, with a ladder in the distance that's going to take us all the way. And that last part is just understanding the soul trap, and then we're out. Um, I might be wrong, but I, I feel I feel like. I feel like this is this is the the information that's that's gonna that's gonna get us there. And um but yeah, I would never, you know, say you must do this because God forbid if I was wrong, so that, that's yeah, only, they can find you in the next one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's all about discernment and um and this is what I was saying, feeling into a person, feeling into their energy, feeling into the information. Does it feel good? Or does it feel true? And there's a big difference. You know, the love and light stuff will, will that will make you feel good, <laughs> but does it feel true? And and that's what we've got to wise up to. And you know, I see it a lot now. Even, you know, with you know the alternative media, the next puppet comes along, and they're all going goo goo. You know, this Robert Kennedy guy is like, oh for God's sake, have we not learned learned our lessons yet? We're still we're still thinking that. You know, and then on the other side, he's talking about climate change and and how uh, you know we should be standing up for Israel and all this stuff. And, and people are like, yeah, yeah, freedom. And I'm like, no, you've not got it. You've not got it. Um, not saying that I know everything, and you know, I'm the best of truth. But for God's sake, if we're we're this down this far down the line, and people are still thinking that that that's the way out, then this is why I say there's layers to all of this, and. Um, you can be stuck in one layer thinking that you know everything. And, you know, even with this, I'm, I'm open to I'm, what I like. What you said is like you're open with your show that you might have some things wrong. You might have things. Uh, I mean, so I'm, I'm always open to it, but I do feel that it's kind of on point. I really feel that deep down in my soul that what I'm saying is on point. I am. um what you're saying is resonating with me more and more, uh, more honestly than anything. But what's weird is that that other shit resonated with me too. And so this is what's so interesting is when you start navigating these things by what feels right, true, and all of that, that changes, you know, and I've, I've commented on that really what I feel is occurring here with all of us, all of us is that we're getting temporary truths. You're only, you're only in a truth for a time and then it's not true anymore. And then something changes that and you move on. There's an element of discernment and purity in there, perhaps, but but really at its core, even some truths can come in and shatter everything that you built upon the temporary truths before, just like information like this. We've got temporary you know, truths or false truths. The, how do you discern the difference? 
by discerning, I think. Yeah, but that, even that, though, do you find that that is doublespeak and perhaps a trap for some people? No, I think uh, I think I think discernment is discernment. Discernment is the thing that we we lack the most, um, even in alternative media. And I think, like anything, it's a muscle. You know, it's, it, the more you use discernment, the stronger it gets. And the what more you discernment leads you to just not being able to trust anybody. Um, I don't feel like that. I feel like it will lead you to trust, not trust a lot of people, <laughs> not everybody, but, but also interference can affect our discernment, you know, um, entities and stuff like that. You know, the voices in the head, oh, well, you know, you don't want to listen to what they're saying because, you know, it's not true and it could be true. Right. So right. they're always, they're always trying to cut in and, and, you know, hijack uh, anything that's going to put you on the right path. So we do have that to deal with as well, which is, one of the reasons why discernment is pretty difficult. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's probably the most important thing that we need to rediscover because that's how they're getting away with what they're getting away with, both on the 3D level with all the, um, you know, problem and reaction solutions, the psyops and the the, the smokes and mirrors. Um, and this, why, you know, I hate them, but they're very good at what they do. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. The, the way they do it is incredibly incredibly clever i mean you look at if you look at someone like uh, robert kennedy you know and he's supposedly got parkinson's i don't even believe that right and uh, he's like stuttering along and you know they've built up all these backstory with his dad his dad got shot and all this stuff and uh you know the things that he says and he comes across you know very warm and but then there's the what i call the punch in, the dump in the punch bowl right where he where all of a sudden your next thing you know you're supporting israel and you're and you're cheering for for climate change right and the 15 minute cities right and and as much as i hate that i have to take my hat off because it's bloody clever and uh the same thing with these entities you know who would ever look at something like archangel michael with his wings and his, you know, his trumpet and like, you just want to hug him, right? You just, you like just want to hug him. Oh, yeah. thank fuck. Archangel Michael's finally <laughs> here, right? Uh, <laughs> but, you know, he's a squid. Essentially, he's a squid entity, right? So, uh, but they masquerade, they shapeshift, they masquerade, they cloak themselves. And, and that's what they're doing all the time. They're doing it and they're experts at it. And, uh, one day when I'm hopefully long gone from here, I can sit back and, you know, maybe I'll tip my hat at some of the things that they've done because, but I don't think that they're necessarily very wise because um, I think they think that we're all stupid. And uh, I think they've been so out there with their mockery that it's woken a lot of people up. Sometimes I think that they know that this is coming down and they're just trying to create as much chaos as possible before they go because you know, when you start looking at things like glitches in the matrix, which seem to be more and more common, um, you know, I just, I, I don't, I don't feel like they get everything's going their way. People don't want war anymore. I mean, we never really wanted it, but there's, you see what's going on around the world. There's protests everywhere. People have had enough and um, people are not, don't get me wrong. A lot of people are still complying, but I think there's more people now than ever that, that are not complying and, and, yeah, people have just been drove into the ground, and I think they've they've pushed it too far with things too quickly. And I'm I'm actually feeling that you know it's more like they're they're actually losing. But the new age will tell you that they've won, right? That we've won, and that's a deception because we haven't won yet, right? But I do feel like the tide is turning, and you look at you know things like the Mayan cultures. They they kind of predicted this end of a cycle, and we're going into uh, different a different era where we, we're going to start understanding things more and it does seem to be that there there does seem to be truth in that and uh i think the main thing to do is is i think try and make the best of it while you're here you know it's very easy we've spoken about um getting down and depressed and seeing what's going on and the struggles but the the worst thing that they that they hate is when you try and live your best life and and, and do what you can you know you're we've all got ways that we can, can can contribute and you're doing your show I'm doing my thing and other people do their thing so we want to try and contribute while we're here but you know 
engage with hobbies, get creative. You know, we're creative beings. Take up something new, take up a new hobby, get out in nature, um, do something every day that's going to make you feel good. And, you know, this information is, is, is there to help in the end. And, you know, it might be a bit of a punch in the guts uh, to start with, but ultimately it brings it back to you and, and your own power and um, your own creativity. So don't let it all drag you down. Hopefully it's your last time here is what I would say to people. Fucking A. You know, <laughs> and and um, I'm going to let you run on this. I know you have a, a commitment. We have a time here. But a couple of things that I wanted to let folks know that are on my list that there aren't going to be found in this episode, but in a future one, perhaps. But also they can find these on your YouTube and as well your uh, transcendingtimes.org, your website. All that's going to be linked below, guys. But chakra removal. We're not even going to talk about it highly recommend you guys go check that video and he's got a whole series on that kind of stuff down there so definitely check that out it's linked below and just so many things brother so we're, we're gonna cap it here again because i know we're under time but man i can't thank you enough tony and it, there's just so many more things that i want to talk to you about it's honestly yeah it's shitty it's like waking up to that your governments are fucking everybody over right that first awakening it's the same gut punch man he didn't it, even get into god <laughs> no <laughs> he we didn't right, i know god. so there you go so there's another yeah. one go go check out his guy and then go check out some reviews of some videos of some other folks work that he does um very entertaining uh, either way and quite informative so Tony Sayers I can't thank you enough brother and Alex Gibson thank you again for recommending we'll do it again brother alright great thanks for having me on without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.